Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. And welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Thank you so much for checking out this week's show, where I will talk about your questions. So in the last few weeks, talking to a lot of different people, I've received a lot of questions, oftentimes very similar or the same questions. So I thought I would share them with my podcast listeners this week as well. The three questions that I will talk about this week are number one. How do you make time for mindfulness during a busy schedule? Number two, how do you take care of yourself when taking care of others? And number three is not really a question, but more like a statement that I hear a lot from people that tell me, I know all the tools and techniques in order to manage my stress, but I don't know where to get started. I don't know how to really apply them. So I want to talk a little bit about that as well. Okay, so let's get started. By the way, you might hear that I'm a little bit under the weather today. My nose is a little bit blocked, so I hope it's not too bad um, listening to me. Um, but yeah, I've been having a, a couple of busy weeks and stressful weeks for myself as well. And I've been trying to manage my you know, my own relaxation times a little bit as well, which is why I'm actually only recording a podcast tonight on Tuesday night, even though I really wanted to set the standard of launching a new podcast every Monday. But here I am <laughs> sitting in my apartment on a Tuesday evening and starting to record it now. And, you know, I felt so sick yesterday that I just couldn't do it. And I <laughs> thought that it wasn't really enjoyable for everyone to listen to a very sick Julia. So, um, yeah, I hope that, you know, that shows that we all need to be flexible with our, with our plans as well. It's not, it's not all about, you know, just pushing and, you know, kind of grinding through things, but sometimes accepting that that's just the situation that we are presented with and be flexible and not too frustrated with oneself to, you know, just find, find a better way. And for me, the better way was today. So with that, I'm really starting now to get into the questions. So question number one, how do you make time for mindfulness during a busy schedule? And in order to answer that question, I would like to give you an example and a story about what happened to me. So in December, when I just came back from my medical leave and I had my first week back at work, I definitely was challenged and, you know, my anxiety came back up. I was still working from home for the first few weeks to slowly ease back into my daily work routine. And so I was at home. And in the first week, I already had a few calls and meetings that, that I had to participate in and that I set up myself to catch up with colleagues. And I was sitting in my office and had a few meetings already, probably two or three, and then had like five minutes in order to, before I had to jump into the next meeting. And I was sitting there in front of my computer Like I felt really anxious and I felt like I had a ton of energy. I was looking at my phone and then I was looking in my inbox and I was just kind of going through all my tabs and I 
caught myself um, thinking, what am I doing? Like, I'm feeling kind of anxious and I'm feeling restless. I feel like I've been sitting here for the last one and a half hours, something that I wasn't really used to anymore after my medical leave. And here I am <laughs> back to work and falling into the same old habits that I had before, where instead of getting up and, you know, moving around or getting a drink, I just sat there looking at from one screen to another and feeling not very pleased with myself. So I recognized that and I got up actually, and I have a very sweet dog at home. Her name is Izzy. And I took Izzy for a five minute walk outside and it felt so great. And, you know, it helped me to breathe and not look at the screen for five minutes and just, you know, recollect myself, take some fresh um, breaths of air and just be. And that was really great. And I can only recommend to you the same thing. You know, I've been talking a lot in the last episodes about how important it is to be aware of your stress and the early warning signals in your body and your mind that signal you, hey, there's kind of a lot of stuff going on right now and you should maybe take a break to actually listen to that. And I know sometimes it's not easy, but you know, just think of it as really a small break, like even in those five minutes, you can completely change of how you're feeling or finding back to yourself, be present in that moment. So what I would really recommend if you have five minutes between from one meeting to the next is to really just, you know, close your laptop and walk to maybe the cafeteria to get a drink or do something for yourself. Like, what do you like to do in five minutes time? It could also be to stay in the room and just close your eyes and take three mindful breaths. Or like I said, going outside for two or three minutes and just take some fresh air because we are enclosed, especially when we are sitting in offices in these artificial um, office buildings with artificial air and our body need oxygen to function. And it can be such a nice reset to just get up and go walk around, you know, move. Um, I know that I mentioned a lot of other small tools that you can do as well in my last episode. So, you know, just use that time to be present with yourself. Yeah. So that's kind of my first question. Next question. How do you take care of yourself when taking care of others? That's a huge topic. And I probably will answer this question, you know, now, but there's so much to talk about this. And I will probably do another podcast episode just about talking about this because it's so hugely important. I have so many people that reach out to me that, you know, are working parents or have a partner at home or a family that lives close by or that are managing other people and that constantly are there for other people. And it doesn't just have to be a manager. It could be an HR person, a person that works in HR and that constantly has meetings with other people listening to their problems. So those are super stressed people, in my opinion, um, or they can be very stressed depending on the circumstances. And it's so important to be aware of that. Um, so I always love to give the example of um, when you're sitting in an airplane and you're listening to the security guidelines at the beginning of your flight, and they always tell you, 
you need to use or apply, like put the oxygen mask on first for yourself and then help the other people around you. And that's a great analogy because it's the exact same thing when you're thinking about managing your stress. How do you think can you take care of other people when not taking care of yourself? Because if you don't have any energy, if you are not in your middle, you know, if you're not feeling centered and relaxed, then it's a lot harder for us to listen to other people and help them. Or maybe we are good at that, but then we are extremely depleted and stressed out afterwards. So my biggest message here is take care of yourself when you're taking care of others. It's so hugely important and You know, I, I also talk with a lot of people that love to be social and they have like four dinner dates and social nights per week. And, and then they tell me I'm so groggy and I'm so sleepy. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's really great that you're such a social person and that you're loving to spend your time with the people, but your body is obviously giving you the message that you need to slow down a little bit. So why don't you reduce your four, four times per week social life to maybe two or three times and once per week you're mindfully taking care of yourself and doing something to actually recharge your batteries and on top of that go to sleep early to get some hours of sleep in it's hugely important and uh, I just can't talk enough about this subject because it's so hugely important I one of the other examples that I have here is At the end of November, I went home to see my grandma who was not feeling very well. And so I flew to Germany and every time I go to Germany, it's a huge, it's a huge stressor for me a little bit because I'm usually only going once per year to, to my hometown and everybody wants to see me and my parents are divorced and remarried. So my mom wants to see me. My dad wants to see me. My grandma wants to see me. My sister and my little niece wants to see me. And also sometimes friends want to see me if I can squeeze it. And sometimes I don't even tell friends that I'm coming home because it's just easier for me to manage it that way because I already feel like I have to split myself into four when I'm being home. So this time, you know, with all of the stress management tools that I had in my pocket, I was really curious to see how it changed. And it was super important to me to spend a lot of time with my grandma because I did, I, she's 85 years old and I never know if, you know, if it's maybe the last time that I see her. So I was really, I really wanted to spend a lot of time with her. And in the years prior to that, I would always go home and, you know, I would get up early in the morning and just start running around, you know, like I would get up, have a quick breakfast maybe, or get really quickly ready. And then just, you know, go out of the house and go to my grandma and spend a few hours with her. Then maybe go and see my mom and pick her up from work and then maybe see my sister in the evening. And I would be so exhausted in the evening. And I feel, I would feel like I can't really be mindful during that time. You know, maybe I'm tired and actually fall asleep at my grandma's house, even though I would rather want to spend talking to her or helping her in her household. Um, maybe I would be distracted and look at my phone because there are some messages that are waiting for me. And so this time I really wanted to do it differently. And so 
I, you know, as I mentioned again as well in one of my episodes is that I created this morning ritual and morning routine um, in October and I was really stuck on continuing that. And so I would get up in the morning. I would try to also sleep in as much as I could, like, you know, really sleep as long as I feel like I needed the sleep and then get up. And instead of being at my grandma's an hour earlier, I would be mindful of spending that first hour of the day for myself. I would have my glass of warm lemon water. I would write into my diary of all the things that happen because there's always so many things that happen when I'm at home and so many conversations that are floating around in my thoughts and then have breakfast and then leave to see my grandma. And, you know, I felt like I was so more present this time around while being at home. I really was so conscious and mindful of just being there and listening and, you know, spending quality time with everyone. And because I had this hour or two in the morning for myself, I could be so much more present for all the other people. And I also, I felt better about myself, obviously, because all of the things that I wanted to get done, I did get done before I spent time with the other people. And I'm sure that also the people really appreciated the time that I gave them because they were aware that I was present and that I really wanted to spend the time with them, you know? And so my message here is really, you need to take care of yourself when you're taking care of others. And I know it's extremely difficult sometimes because our time during the day is kind of limited, but there's always a five minute break or a 15 minute break where you know, we find ourselves scrolling through an Instagram feed or checking our inbox, even though it's not really productive at that point. And it would be a lot more productive to actually do something for yourself. So, and that kind of brings me actually to that last and third question that I wanted to talk about today, which is where to get started. <laughs> and the reason why I have this question into today's podcast episode is because I talked with a coworker last week and we were talking about stress management and about all the things that she knows she should be doing. And every time, like we talked for a while, we talked for an hour in total. And every time she was like, oh yeah, and I know I should be doing this. And I know I should be doing that. Like, for example, um, she's like, yeah, on Friday mornings, I'm not going to work because I'm working from home and I'm actually making a cup of tea, coffee. And then I'm just sitting at home mindfully for five minutes and drink my coffee. And then I'm stretching and I feel so great. And I said to her, well, why don't you do that from Monday to Thursday as well? You know, you do have the time or you could make those five to 10 minutes in the morning. <laughs> and she was like, Oh yeah, I, I actually could do that. You know, like sometimes the, the answer lies right in front of us. And that was really, that was really sweet in, the, you know, on the one hand, but in the, on the other hand, it also made me realize that it can sometimes feel super overwhelming because there are so many things, so many great things and tools that we know we should be doing, but it's extremely hard to incorporate it or to change it because habits are very hard to break. And so I, you know, set an action plan with her and I said to her, okay, well, you know, you don't have to start doing everything at once. Like you don't have to start tomorrow to now drink your coffee every morning, every day of the week, but maybe you start with one day or maybe two days per week, you know? So we set a plan for her and she actually said, okay, 
on Wednesdays, I don't have a lot of early morning meetings, so I could do that in the morning and I want to still do it on Friday because that's when I already do it anyway. Um, and then another thing she said to me as well was like, oh yeah, I know I should go back to the gym, but I should usually, like, I always want to go at least three times per week. And if I don't make it three times per week, then I'm like super unmotivated unmo to go. And I said to her, do you actually like to go to the gym or is that just something that you think you should be doing because that's kind of the norm nowadays that we should go to the gym and work out, you know? And she was like, oh yeah, I, yeah, at the moment I don't really have a lot of joy going to the gym, but there are some Zumba classes that are offered in the complex that I'm living at and I would really like to try that out. And I'm like, great. I'm like, instead of forcing yourself to go to the gym three times a week, which is something that you are apparently not really enjoying, why don't you try that then? And so she set her intention to do two times per week drinking coffee and stretching in the morning and then going to a Zumba class once per week on a Monday. And I'm really curious to hear from her. Um, she wanted, she promised me that she will reach out to me, um, after this week to let me know how it went. But that's basically the message for you. You gotta start small and you really start, you gotta listen to what you enjoy doing. Because if you don't enjoy it, of course, it's so much harder to get it started, you know? So listen to your body, listen to what you really enjoy doing. Don't just do something because somebody said that that's what you should be doing, you know, very important. And that kind of brings me to the end of this week's episode. So we talked about these three questions that I hear very often from people. And the last thing that I wanted to shortly mention is that I'm reading a super inspiring book at the moment that I can just highly recommend to everyone that is trying to break a habit. It's from Joe Dispenza and it's called um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it's extremely pff, mind, it's been mind blowing for me. I've been listening a lot to it um, while I was driving. And it's basically talking about quantum physics and how our mind is wired to, you know, get into those habit patterns and how we can basically break that. And I think also, again, that will be a subject of one of my next episodes because it's so interesting and it's so powerful. And I truly believe that if we are all aware of the scientific proof behind quantum physics and how we can actually really change our mind and our habits by being aware of it, and, you know, wiring it in a new way. So we actually, we can actually make things happen, new things happen. You know, how often do we say, oh, that's just the way I am. Like, I can't change that about myself. Um, I don't know. That's just something that really, <laughs> that, you know, that I spend a lot of time thinking about today. So I thought I shared it with you. Anyway, now it's really the end of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for me um, while you're listening to me and you're like, oh, I would really like to ask a few questions to Julia as well, or I have a really, really interesting topic that I'm super interested about, then write me either via email or um, on my Instagram account, I will put all of the links and how you can contact me in the show notes, as well as the book that I just mentioned. And I would really love to hear from you. 
Until then, remember, stress management is a skill that everyone can learn. You are already on the right track to make sustainable changes to your professional career and personal life. I wish you all the best. Hear you soon. With gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a 5-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. And that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia. Julia.